good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. It's good to be here and uh, feeling a lot better. I know there's uh, there's several that's been uh, been out sick. I know Brother Michael has been he's been uh, sick, but he's a whole lot better. It's good that I know he's not only uh, full commend amended yet, but he's uh, he's on the downhill side of it. I know that for sure. But there's a lot that has is out and, and got the flu and. And, uh, but we definitely need to pray for them. I know we prayed for them earlier this morning, but it's good to see the ones that are here. It's good. And I want to thank y'all so much for praying for me. Uh, I felt the prayers and, and thank you for the phone calls and, and the texts and, and uh, I guess you say Texas. Uh, but anyhow, the text. <laughs> That's a state. That's a state, yeah. <laughs> that just hit me, Brother Steve. <laughs> but anyhow, thanks for the text. And the encouraging uh, you know, thoughts. And uh, thank you so much for that. And I want to thank Chris for, for filling in last week. And uh, But yeah, it's good to be back here this morning. This year, it's good to be back here now, see the Lord. But let's go into the Lord in prayer at this time. Brother Charlie, it's good to see you, brother. You pray for us if you don't mind. Lord, we come to you. We thank you for this day and the blessings of it. We thank the Lord for watching over us for this present yes. moment of time. Yes, amen. God, we thank you for this church and yes. what it's meant to us down through the years. God, we ask you today that you just give a good service today, God. Yes, you be with Brother Steve that he comes to preach. God, that you bless him with, with the anointing of your spirit. God, we ask if there's one here today that's lost, God, that you would begin now to touch their hearts and just begin to find her around and, and let them know that they're lost. As Chris was teaching about uh, the drawing spirit and, and God having a, a time that, that, that you can go back to, that you point to, that can't be pushed past that, God. Yes, I thank you, Lord, that I have that in my life. Yes, God, I ask you today that somebody uh, be able to find that place today in their life to where they can uh, ask you into their heart to be their Lord and Savior. Go with us through this day. Keep us safe. Bless everything we undertake to do today. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Y'all can be safe. You know, I, I thank God for your wonderful grace. Let's look at page 344. 344. Grace greater than our sin.
last verse. And we're going to go back and tag the chorus a cappella, okay? Last verse. Here we go. Marvelous
Hollander's Basin. Hispanic Hollander's Basin. Does anybody have a word they'd like to share? Again, it is so good to be back. It's so good to be back. It's good to see Sister Nell here this morning. Let's sing a song. Let's sing a song especially to you this morning. Let's sing it as well. Look to page 705.
song probably a hundred times this year. And it gets better and better <laughs> and better. My language gets gooder and gooder and gooder. You know, that is a great song. Just like Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, that song. <laughs> it's probably touched millions and millions of lives, just like it is well my soul. And how great they are. Some great songs that but you know that those songs have been just very inspirational to me and always will be. But it's good to be here this morning. Does anybody again have a word that would like to say? <laughs> well, I saw the Lord today. this morning and I was noticing Nightingale up there. We know it's like that song, you know, we raise our hands and uh, praise our God, praise God. Amen. You know, she's been through a lot, but she's still is praising God. <laughs> the salvation of grace of God right there. God, she amen. keeps you going all the worst of times that you can go through. Amen. Amen. Oh, sister Rodney. Amen. Amen, sister. Oh, yeah. You know, I just, uh, you know, I thank God for His wonderful grace, you know, and I thank also God for the blood that He shed for me. I thank God for the precious blood He shed for me. Look at page 337. 337. Nothing but the blood. <coughs>
I tried, I told my wife this morning I'd have a good excuse just to be quiet this morning. But I got to take it this morning. Where is God this morning? Where is He? My heart. I thank you. That's the right answer, brother. I I was laying in the hospital or sitting in the hospital. I think I was laying by that time. And I heard the doctor tell my wife he wouldn't make it till tomorrow. And he's not out of the woods yet. And I, and I did all I know how to do. I told y'all Sunday school, I'm just a simple man. I'm not smart, bright, man, man, me. But I said, Lord, don't let me die. I want to help raise my grandsons. Sure. Brother Charlie, I didn't have to holler out and no. scream and haunt and try to figure out where God was. God was right there with me. He's always been right there with me. Man. I don't have to hunt him, look for him, or scream and holler I, like I'm doing right now to get God's attention. I just said, Lord, don't let me die. Amen. I didn't worry about it from that moment on because I knew he was with me. My, my, my. And I knew what his answer was. I didn't hear a voice. I didn't hear a word from him. But I got peace in my heart. Amen. This morning, if you're looking for God, you can find him this morning. He is readily available. God bless you. Amen. Sister McKenna, you come up. She's got a song she wants to share with us this morning. Bless her. Lord. You know, it's, again, it's good to be here, and, and I surely, truly missed not being here last week. And that's not okay. And, uh, God bless you. Know, it just feels so good to be back in the house of the Lord. But, you know, this morning we share a little bit about faith in our Sunday school class. And, of course, I'll, by no means I'm a teacher in any circumstance, but, you know, I enjoy my class and I enjoy the ones that's in my class. And, but, you know, we talked a little bit about faith, you know, and she's going to share a little song about this. She's going to share a song about this, but. You know, the song she's going to sing is, Lord, I need you. But you know, we all, we all need the Lord. We all need the Lord. And, uh, you know, faith in Hebrews 1, or Hebrews 11, 1, reminds us how faith is, is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. You know, I can't see what's ahead of me. But there's some true things I know that's going to happen. I know the Lord's going to come back. You know that for a fact. He says He's coming back. I don't know when He's coming back. He may come back today. He may come back tomorrow. He may, be, he may come back before the end of this service is over. But I have faith that He's going to do that. But you know, I need the Lord. We all need the Lord. No matter what. Listen to Michaela. See this
issues. And one of my biggest fears is falling. I shouldn't have that fear, but I do. But I fell with God today. Amen. I fell. Thursday, he caught me. I don't know how. I don't know. I'm not a small lady, but I was trying to be helpful. And Greg and they were building a barn. And I thought, well, you know, if they need a little help, I can be the gopher. Can't do much, but I can be the gopher. I'm real careful when I do the ladder thing, but I climbed up to Aunt Greg hammer and I started back down and the next thing I know I was down on the ground and I remember when I hit the ground. I was like, but Bobby, I said, no, not yet. I'm ready to go, don't get me wrong. But I don't want to go yet. There's too much work to be done and I need to be better at doing it. God bless you. There's not one broken bone in my body, y'all. I fell flat on my back. I hit the back of my neck. And by all means, I shouldn't be here today because of my neck issue. I, should, I shouldn't be here, but I am because I fell on God. All you can talk about this morning is grace and His mercy. It's real. And if you don't know it, I hope you know it before you leave today. Because he, I couldn't walk one step without him. And he's been with me ever since. And it was more real to me this week than I've ever felt in a long time. Bless your God. Just want to give a praise report. Amen. Amen. Because he's there to catch you when you fall. Sure. Amen. Amen. Bless somebody else. God helps you. What a blessing. This close. Yep. This close. Still got time. Appreciate that praise report, Sister Kim. I, so many times that God has His big old arms opened up wide, and we don't realize how close we come to a, a, a permanent type injury or even death. And, and God's got His uh, arms opened up there you and I today and I'm so glad that so many times he's caught me when I didn't deserve to be caught really didn't as a young man doing things that were uh, uh, tempting to the Lord and, 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 and uh, doing foolish things making foolish decisions driving cars way faster than they ought to be able to go and uh, somehow or another I guess my mama was at home pleading with God and praying and somehow another God heard that and took care of me. I'm glad of that today. Boy, it's good to see I love you today. I didn't expect quite this many with the with all that's been sick, but it looks like we've got some folks that are healed up and well now and back in church. And that's something to shout about. Amen. I'm glad of that today. And 
And I know we've still got a bunch of folks that, uh, that are sick and we need to remember them. We've got some that are being cautious. We've, uh, some have called and told me that they're not sick, but they're just being, being cautious. And so I can understand that. But I'm so glad you're here today. Amen. I really am. And, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad about what we've been able to feel this morning in this service uh, today. Uh, uh, Brother Chris, I appreciate the job you did teaching Sunday school on short notice. And, and uh, uh, I thought about Brother Wayne Alcorn. He used to be, uh, he was famous for uh, us younger, young preachers when we were younger. He was famous for waiting till just before preaching time and handing you his Bible and saying, you got the message. And, uh, and uh, boy, it, it would really make you uh, tremble. But, we're, but I'm thankful today for our Sunday school and everything that's been done and said. Brother Chris made mention in, in our Sunday school that a lot of people can't enjoy their salvation because they're trying to figure God out. They're trying to, uh, and a lot of people um, are neglecting getting saved because they're trying to figure God out. Amen. And they're trying to, and, and, and I appreciate you reading that scripture. Yes. The Bible says that his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Yeah. And, and if, we'll just, if we'll just accept that and understand that, uh, I used to work with a guy, and, and I know several people like him, and uh, he was so inquisitive about how something worked that he, he couldn't sleep at night till he took something apart all the way down to the very last part to find out how it worked. It was working perfectly well, but he just was not satisfied till he had in his mind what caused it to work and how it worked. And then he would put it all back together and I thought, what a waste of time. Just depend on the thing that it works. But there's a lot of folks today that's trying to do God the same way. Uh, now, I believe in trying to dissect the scriptures and get all, absorb all that you can out of them. There's so much that I don't understand here. So much. And I, I'm persuaded to believe that when, uh, when I come to death's door, there'll be things in this book that I don't understand. But the Bible teaches me we'll understand it better by and by. Amen. And, and, uh, and so I'm, I'm dependent on that today. But uh, as Brother Chris said, it's our experience of grace. It's the only thing that we've got. It's not what some preacher said over here or someone said over here. Uh, not what mom or daddy said. But it's my experience with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's what I'm, it's what I'm settled on today. That's what Amen. I'm settled on today. And, uh, and I hope that you are with your own uh, salvation. I want to say that it's good to uh, uh, see Brother uh, Richard Williams and his family here with us today and, and uh, it's good to see y'all and, and uh, everybody that's here. Good to have the Washburns back. They've been sick. Good to have the Thomases back. Yes. Uh, they've been sick. And, uh, and it's good to see you, Belinda, back with us today and, and all of these. And, and Brother Michael, I know you don't feel good. I admire you for being here. <laughs> Probably if I felt like you did, I'd probably still be home in the bed. But I'm glad that you're that you're here with us uh, today. But uh, if you'll turn in your Bible to the fifth chapter of St. John, I'd like to read to us uh, here in the Gospel of St. John, uh, 
about a miracle that took place at, at, at Bethesda's pool. And, um, and I'm sure that uh, many of you are familiar with this and, and um, have read it. Uh, it's also good to see Quentin's mom here with us today. I'm, I'm glad to see you, uh, Brother Charlie and Sister Rhonda. Good to see y'all. <clears throat> but uh, I'd like to preach on the thought this morning, <coughs> if I will, he will. Or we can turn it into if we will, he will. Just I like to put it on a personal basis. If I will, he will. And uh, I know that sounds like kind of cliche and sort of simple, but uh, there's so much truth to that today. There's so much truth to that. We're not serving a God that's in the forcing business to force us to, to do things. He can make us wish we had, but uh, he does not force salvation upon us. He doesn't force us to go to church. He doesn't force us to worship him. And I'm glad today that if I will, he will today. Uh, beginning with the first verse, it said, After this there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there at Jerusalem by the sheep market, uh, uh, by the sheep market, a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. <coughs> in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. The Bible says, For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease that he had. It said, A certain man was there which had an infirmity for thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I'm coming, another stepeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise up, uh, rise, take up thy bed and walk. Immediately the man was made whole, took up his bed and walked. And on the same day, was the Sabbath. And uh, uh, as we begin to look here, um, I noted here that, that uh, the other Gospels don't mention this miracle that took place at Bethesda's Pooh. Um, they, 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 they talk a lot about the, the miracles that took place in Galilee, but John here, uh, the writer, uh, He's speaking of miracles that took place in Jerusalem. And, and, and so he, he expounds on this, on this healing that took place uh, at, at uh, Bethesda's pool. And, and uh, I want you to realize that the things that Jesus taught, uh, he, explained, he explained those things by what he did. 
and the things that he did explained what he taught. Uh, he spoke of himself uh, being the light and being, uh, 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 being the son of God and, and that you couldn't get to God without going through him. He said no man, no man knows the father except he knows the son and no man knows the son except he knows the father. So uh, they're all in, in one there. And, and so uh, uh, just prior to this, the Bible teaches us that there was a, a noble man who uh, uh, came to Jesus. This was in the chapter prior to this. And, and uh, he explained to Jesus, he said, my son lay at home sick. The, 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 the young man was apparently at the point of death. And, and the nobleman asked Jesus if he could do something uh, to heal his son. And uh, I guess he was expecting maybe Jesus to come down there where his son was. But uh, uh, Jesus uh, uh, told him, uh, uh, said, uh, go our way, uh, 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 that he'd be healed. And uh, the Bible says that in faith, that noble man uh, went back towards his house over there. And while he was on his way, his servants came uh, and they told him, said, uh, uh, the boy's better. His fever's left him. And uh, the nobleman asked him, asked him, said, about what time did he get better? And they said, well, uh, uh, it was in the yesterday about the seventh hour. So the nobleman began to think, and he said, well, it was yesterday about the seventh hour that the Lord told me to go, Amen. that he was healed. Amen. I'm going to tell you something today. I'm so glad that God can work way over yonder yeah. when we're way over here. Amen. Amen. I, I, I believe today, and I've heard old World War II veterans tell me, amen, that when they were way across the pond that they called it, amen, that the same God that's present with us here in Blunt County today, I was present with them and watching over them and taking care of them. Those mamas and grandmas, I know those sainted ladies of God, how that were praying and begging God, how to take care of these young men and women, how that were overseas fighting in the battle. Somehow another God heard those prayers I, and took care of those, amen, uh, that were over there today. I'm going to tell you something today. If you and I will, he will today, amen. 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 He's still in the healing business today. He's still in the soul-saving business uh, today. There's no limitations on what God uh, can do today. Uh, but I tell you, you and I can limit it all we want to. Uh, but if we will, he will today. And boy, I'm glad of that. <laughs> Thrills me to death. The Bible said uh, that around this pool was five porches. And uh, uh, the writer here mentions uh, the blind and the halt and the withered. Now I'm sure there was more people around there. He said there was a multitude. And I'm sure, Vanessa, there was more sick folks around there than just blind and halt and withered. I, I, but I believe the reason uh, that it was written like this and these were mentioned because they were the ones that were least able to reach the water. Right. A blind man, why, why uh, he didn't know where the water was. <laughs> Those that were halt and withered, why? Uh, and I, I, I believe that this man that they're talking about in particular here that had an infirmity for 38 years, I believe his limbs were 
uh, just out of use. I don't believe he could, he could, because I believe if he, his, his arms would have been good, somehow or another he would have drugged himself and got to be the first one in the pool at the right season. Yeah. But the Bible teaches us that he had been there for a long time. And, and he explains to Jesus, when Jesus asked him, said, will thou be made whole? And he commences to explain to Jesus that uh, uh, when the angel comes and troubles the water and I go to try to, to be the first one in, somebody always goes in ahead of me. Yeah. Amen? Mm -hmm. It wasn't the second one that got in the water after the angel trouble. It wasn't the third one, no. but you had to be the first. Yeah. Boy, wasn't there some limitations on things back then? Huh? Yeah. Amen. So this man was in a predicament. I've often thought, why in the world didn't one of those that got healed, one of those that made it to the water first, reckon why they didn't come back over there and help this man and watch and when that water started moving, chunk him in there. But they didn't. They did kind of a kind of an everybody for himself type situation, wasn't it? We, we, we sort of see that in the world that we live in today. But I'm going to tell you something. This man still had a desire to be healed. He still had a desire to be healed. I picture this Bethesda's pool and these porches being kind of like a hospital. That's just, you know, uh, it does us good every now and then if you and I will visit uh, we try to visit when we have friends or kin folks there, but it wouldn't hurt us just to make a tour through the hospital every now and then just to be thankful for what we've got. Yes. I'm talking about folks that are terminally ill, right. and sometimes I need to be reminded when I get down in the mother grubs about something, I have a knife that I'm sneezing that don't feel too good. <laughs> I need to go and so some of these infirmities and see what's going on. Talk about people that are really sick. This man, for 38 years, he didn't know what a good day was. Amen. And so the Bible teaches us that he, 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 he laid there. And Jesus comes on the scene. Amen. I, I believe it was the feast of the Passover that was going on. And, and many people were congregated here at the temple uh, for this feast of the Passover. And Jesus I came from Galilee to Jerusalem to that feast of the Passover. But he didn't come to rub shoulders with the elite, did he? Amen. He could have gone to the palaces. He could have gone to some of the high-end politicians up there and talked with them. But no, the Bible teaches us, and I can't help but believe that this Bethesda's pool, it said it was by the sheep market, but I believe that it was close to the temple there where they were going to worship. The Bible said that Jesus came to seek and to save those that were lost. He came for the sick. And uh, he goes down there and he asked this man, and I can just see the other ones around that were maybe laying around there, sitting around, maybe uh, some visitors there. And Jesus asked him, said, will thou be made whole? <laughs> Probably there were people smirking and, and saying under their breath, 
What in the world's he asking him that for? The man's been sick 38 years. Surely he has a desire to get better. He wouldn't be here having people go in front of him trying to get in the water if he didn't have a desire to be healed. But Jesus asked him the question, Will thou be made whole? I want you to understand today, a social security lawyer told me one time, he said, there's a lot of folks on disability, I'm not being ugly, just listen to me. He said, there's a lot of folks on disability that if they would do what they're supposed to do, they could get better and work. But he said, they've become so dependent upon that check that's deposited into their account every month that the thought of getting better and going to work just don't seem to happen. Now I'm not saying that to be ugly, but that you know that goes on. But this man had a desire to get better. He had a desire to get better. I'm sure that the people around there would would come through and they would probably drop money in a bucket there for him. They probably brought him clothes and and and, and we're not we're not talking about a bunch of people that didn't have any compassion. There was probably a lot of folks there that, that tried to take care of But Jesus asked him the question, will thou be made whole? Jesus figured it much more important than this man being healed of his infirmity, his soul being healed of the sin that was in him. Yeah, that was in him. And so... <laughs> You know, this reminds me of the time that I believe it was Peter and John and they were going to the temple there and there was a man that they had placed at the gate of the temple and he was asking alms of those that went in. I guess he figured the best place to, to, to get some help was over at the house of God. So they, they'd set him there at the gate of the temple and I'm sure that many had gone through and dropped some change in his bucket. But when Peter and John came, he fastened his eyes on them, asking alms. The Bible said that Peter fastened his eyes back upon that man. He said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up, walk. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You're going to get a healing? Amen. That you ain't going to have to sit here and beg and ask. Amen. But you're going to get a healing. Amen. That's going to put you up, able to work, and able to go for the Lord. Amen. Amen. And the Bible said uh, that that man uh, went to the temple there leaping and jumping and praising God today. I like to see when somebody gets saved, I like them to see that they're excited about it. Amen. Don't you, Sister Pam? Amen. I like them. I like to see some emotion. Amen. And I realize today that not all of us are as emotional as others. I, I realize that. Amen. I was so backwards as a young man and I would take a bad grade to keep from having to get up from the class and, and give a, an essay or something. I just didn't want to. But boy, I tell you, 
one thing I'm excited about what God's done. Amen. And I like it when He helps me preach. I really do. I really do. Oh, I dread it so bad at times. But right now, bless, I feel good in the Lord. I do. Amen. <laughs> Will thou be made whole? That was the question. Oh, me. Do you realize that this man didn't even know who he was talking to? Now, he did. A little bit later, we'll read it. He did. But at that time, this important man did not know who he was talking to. He just thought some stranger come that was going to the feast of the Passover just stopped by to ask him if he wanted to get any better. <laughs> so he commenced to explain to Jesus why he could not get healed as if Jesus needed an explanation. <laughs> Amen. You ever thought about that stirring of the waters and the angel? Now it wasn't, I don't believe it was every day that the angel came and stirred up these waters. But the Bible said at a certain season, at a certain season, yeah. he would come and and, 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 and stir these waters up. So I imagine the sick folk had to be on guard there and be ready and be watchful for this angel to come and watching that water uh, when it was stirred up. Boy, I'm glad today that we're in the season, amen, of healing today. We're in the season of folks being saved today. Amen. Somebody said, preacher, it's around... Uh, 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 March and April and then June, July and August. That's the season for it. I'll differ with you today. Uh, you and I are in the season today for folks to be healed. Amen. 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 And if my preaching becomes dull, amen, if our testimonies become dull, amen, and, uh, and we're just getting to act like we're just here because we have to be, then we're not going to trouble any waters, are we? They're going to be just smooth and sick. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Boy, I've often said this. If I'm going to be bored, when I was a kid, I, I hated to go to the Symphony Orchestra. We were late. <laughs> elementary kids, now, we had to go and sit through that. I thought, Lord, when be over? But if I'm going to be bored, I want to be there at the Symphony Orchestra. Or I want to be watching a ball game that's real lopsided. Or watching grass grow. But I don't want to be bored over at the house of God. Uh, and I don't want to bore you. Amen. Amen. I remember as a young child in church and and uh, and uh, and I wanted to be anywhere but there. And I'd be squirming around in the bench, amen. And my mom would go pinching my arm until I sat up straight like a young man is supposed to sit. But I remember one time I opened up my spiritual ears, amen, and opened up my heart and my mind, and I heard the preached word of God, amen. amen. And it went from being boring to touching my soul, amen, and making me scared to death. Amen. <laughs> amen. amen. Bless him. Praise God today. Boy, we need to set fire in our churches today, amen, God. that we might have some fire in the pulpit. Amen. And fire from the testimonies. Boy, I love y'all today. I'm glad that 
I don't come to a dead church. I know we ain't on fire every morning. I know there's a lot of us sick, and when you're sick, it's hard to be real excited about Jesus. Amen. The other day, uh, Christmas Day, I felt so bad. My head was killing me. My, my chest was killing me. And, and I felt so bad, I didn't even want to pray, Bobby. Have you ever been there? Yeah, brother. Bless I thought this would be a good time to study. I'm, I'm here in the house. I don't feel like getting out and doing nothing. I didn't feel like studying. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like doing nothing but just laying down and being miserable. That's all I wanted to be. But I finally come to the conclusion, and I come to God, and I said, Lord, either get me better or take me home. <laughs> I said, I just don't like feeling like this. And praise God, he got me better. He got me better. <laughs> but he's asking the question today, wilt thou be made whole? If you want to be made whole, half the work's already done. Yeah. It is. Can't nobody get saved. Can't nobody get healed unless they want to be. Amen. Amen. I've seen folks come to the altar. Amen. And I've seen them wiggle around and, 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 and I'll pray with them as long as they'll stay up there. Amen. But I've seen folks not get serious with God. And until you get serious with until you want and believe that he can help you, amen, all you're doing is wallowing around. <laughs> but when we come to the point to where we want to be made whole. We want a difference in our lives, Sister Rodney. We want, we want, a, we want to make a, a, we want something that really changes us. This man went from not even being able to turn himself over in the bed to toting his own bed around. Yeah. Can you imagine? Just in a minute's time, I don't know how long it took, it's a short time, he, he goes from not being able to get up to toting his bed, amen. Man. Oh, but he did it on Sunday. <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> he offended all them Jews. Amen. Oh, you're not supposed to be doing that on Sunday, on Sabbath. He didn't care. He had come face to face with God. Amen. And God told him to take that bed. Yeah. And pick it up. Go right. Amen. Right. Amen. Boy, I'm going to tell you today. When you want to be made whole, and you want it bad enough, it's there. Amen. I'm so glad we live in the day of grace. <laughs> Amen. I'd like to think that every time we met over at the house of God, that the spirit would be so strong that the water would be troubled all the time. Just trouble all the time. Amen, Lord. And not just the first one that come to the altar, but the second, third, fourth, and fifth. However many come to get what they stand in need of today. There's no limitations on God today. Amen. He's all powerful. He just about the time that I think he takes the cake, he does something else to talk that. Amen. With every healing that Jesus did. There was something required of those that were healed. Yeah. Amen. I don't believe he healed nobody that couldn't believe they could be That's healed. Right. Amen. That's it. Bless him. He didn't tell us to understand it all. Amen. He didn't tell us to be an Einstein in this thing.
But all he said is believe and have faith. Amen. Boy, that's a that's an awful little thing yeah. for the benefits, right. Brother Charlie, that comes right. with that. Amen. That is. Amen. Awful little thing. <laughs> Amen. He told that uh, that man that was blind said, uh, "Now go over there to the pool of Salam and wash." Somebody might say, Jesus, why? Why? Because I told you to. Yeah. Because I told you to. Damon, if you want to be cured of that leprosy, go over there and dip in the River Jordan seven times. Why? There's rivers a lot closer than that, old dirty water. Because he told you to. Right. Because he told you to. Amen. Everything time wouldn't permit for us to give examples of everything that God commanded folks to do and because they did it in faith they reaped the benefits of yeah. Peter could have told Jesus, Jesus we've toiled and toiled, he did tell him, we've toiled all night and ain't caught nothing well Go back out there and catch your nail on the other side. Yeah. A lot of Baptists would say, that wouldn't do no good. We've been out there all night. You're telling us we done got these nets washed up, cleaned up. We got the boat cleaned up, put up. And you're telling us to go back out there and throw it out. Boy, we'll do that. We'll do that. Brian, I've had the Lord tell me at times and just show me that and it wasn't in my plans. I, I, I had a destination I was going to and I had a time limit I was going and the Lord would say stop here. Stop here. Lord I'll stop there when on the weekend when I have more time. Or I'll stop there next week. But even I'm going by there. But Chris if I'll just if I if I will, he will. Amen. Right. That's right. Because see, at the the important thing about visiting folks and the important thing about accomplishing something when you visit folks is doing it on God's time. Right. Because he's working on the other side at the same time. And there's nothing too important. There's nothing that can't wait. but that we follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Boy, there's been times that we've stopped. No devil over here saying, boy, this is an inconvenient time. <laughs> but the Lord said, it's my time. Amen. And God would bless in it. And we would see that. We would reap the benefits of it. We both, I, I, I'm one that's often says anytime I go to try to be a blessing to somebody, I end up living with leaving with a blessing myself. Yeah. I've had folks a whole lot sicker than me cheer me up. <laughs> yeah. Amen. 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 We're fixing to close. But I want to encourage you today. <laughs> if we will, if I will. He will. Right. He will. He will. Let me say this in closing. I was helping at a revival years ago. I can't remember exactly. Maybe Riverside Church. I can't remember. 
But a young lady came to the altar, a young married lady, and her husband came up there with her. And uh, she was squalling and praying, squalling and praying. Well, Charlie, I don't like getting anybody's way when they're at the altar. Believe God, I, I just I don't know, I don't know exactly what the problem is, but I just want to be there to let them know that, that I'm full. I'm full. And she would pray a while, and then she would reach up and she'd look over there at me, and I could tell she wanted to say something. Don't you put a lot of stock in your pastor or your preacher today. But you put your stock in faith in God. Amen. I'll fail. You watch me long enough and I'll fail. <laughs> but he won't. Right. He won't. He won't. And I've had folks in my life that were mentors that I looked to in the faith that are not what they used to be. They're not. They, they, they got discouraged somewhere down the line and they quit. But the things that they preached, the things that they testified about when they were in fellowship with God still bubbles up inside of me. It still does. Amen. Because this thing is real today. Yes. Everybody stand. Won't you give us a song? Uh, Brother Wayne. 657. 657. And I want you to believe with all of your heart that if you will, if I will, he will today. He will. Oh that, oh, that folks was as concerned about their soul as these people who were physically sick were concerned about their physical bodies. Amen? Amen? I like it when God heals somebody. I really do. It, it's still a miracle. But I've often said this, Brother Michael, he can heal me all day long, but one day I'm going to die. 
Yeah. One day I'm going to die. Yeah. But the healing that took place when he saved my dying soul, like the thief on the cross that we sang about, he saw that fountain in his day, didn't he? Yeah. When he saved my soul, amen, that's a healing that goes on forever. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I'm glad of that. Go ahead and sign. Amen. Cleanse me. Go ahead and sing. Whatever God's leading you to do. Third verse. Third verse. 